Hello and welcome to Cherry Stem. Special episode. This one's going to be creatively called The Pits. And it is the first time we're going to be doing something, something special, something interesting. But first, let me just say that we are brought to you by listeners such as yourself. Uh, and especially if you're a patron, because that's really where all the support comes from. Um, so take a look on the page if you are watching us on the live stream. Uh, we have patreon.com slash Cherry. I recommend the challenger mode to uh, help this podcast grow as become an actual real boy podcast. <laughs> and uh, also get some awesome rewards for yourself. Uh, so if you can support us without hardship, please do so at patreon.com slash Cherry. So we can keep doing this. Uh, and what is even this? Uh, what are this? What are this? Oh, that's right. Uh, that is all weird. Is what it is. Uh, but yeah, part as... of the format of today is that she she refused to remind me what it was about because she wanted to make sure that I'd be saying I don't know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's about. Um, Normally, like some of our early podcasts, we did sort of a uh, I did a lot of preparation, trying to make it really technical. Well, well, this is like the exact opposite. I am completely unprepared. Well, that's actually an interesting <laughs> thing. You should say that because sort of the whole point, uh, the way I see it anyway, um, for this specific situation, podcast, whatever we have going on, is that um, I'm calling it the pits because uh, it's like something that's like bad, right? That's that's what the expression means? Yes. Right? Yeah, something like yes. that? Uh, yeah, so uh, essentially, um, as you all know, um, we've essentially stayed away from outrage type marketing, but it's so, the marketing, outrage marketing dollar is so, so juicy. <laughs> uh, but also... Um, on one hand, I've really been enjoying bringing you all the recent new uh, things, new events, uh, news, things like that, uh, so we can stay, you know, fairly um, varied and changing week to week. But then um, we also have all these like deep dives, and I miss those quite a bit. Uh, just just going balls deep into a topic—that's really fun, and uh, I kind of miss uh, dedicating some time to a topic and uh we uh essentially i think i think we're gonna go between the two but the one thing we haven't hit yet is the outrage marketing so uh, uh outrage yes now yeah. i remember i remember you telling me about this and it pissing me off well we're in the car yes and we're reading about it and uh it's one thing where it's like you know you have an article and then you just want to like respond to it we, we, there's in our personal lives there's a lot of things that piss us off and that really frustrate us <laughs> and we like bitch about it to each other and then we talk about putting it uh you know out there uh on the air as, as as so many others have made sweet youtube monies doing that but we just can't bring ourselves to do it ever this one time though it's about this vegetables time, it. okay I'm, man <laughs> i'm getting an energy drink yes get get me one too we're gonna get fired up about this <laughs> so basically i found a way to to get fired up uh about things uh uh, where, and, and also where we can have like um, a response video or a response thing um, that uh, we don't have to mince as many words because, you know, it, it's essentially uh, taking down somebody's bad take. So uh, I'm, I'm really into, into, into that um, idea. So. All right. Let's see. Do, do, do. Um, I wouldn't call this a PBS fundraiser, but it is definitely uh, a fundraiser. Um, our <laughs> voices are being censored and redacted by YouTube, and we need your support. 
Uh, the, uh, Actually, no. It's really simple. Is the the, the more no, we don't have the call in, so it's like call in in the next twenty seven minutes, and you'll get a. Uh, <laughs> we need to do that. Why don't we? Why are we not doing that? And your donation will be matched by. Uh... Yeah, oh, that's right. The donation matching. That's part of it, right? We gotta do that for sure. Um, <laughs> if anybody would do that, <laughs> right. that'd be nice. <laughs> right. Let's imagine doing that. Ooh, yes. wouldn't that be cool? That would be so cool <laughs> if we could do that. <laughs> But no, it's simple. At the end of the day, the more funds we receive from any particular avenue, um, it, that's the thing we're going to spend more time doing every week. So, um, you know, the, the more Patreon goodies uh, and support we get, the more Patreon rewards we can give out, one of which is, um, you know, this podcast. Uh, more frequently, more variety interviews. I actually have pre-taped a few. We're fucking ready to turn this into a real podcast. We just need you, boys and girls. We're fucking ready. <laughs> We're right. always fucking so now let's, let's So once again, patreon.com slash Anna Cherry, or if you want to support this podcast directly, this episode, I mean, uh, specifically. If you want to make the show become a podcast, go to Patreon. If you want to support the show directly, we got a Streamlabs donation. It's up on the screen. Check it out. It's awesome. Let's Neato. move on um, to our actual point of the show. So. Scientific American says vegetables are toxic, sugary snacks. Whoa. And, you know, so uh, I don't know when it's appropriate to talk about who these uh, people are who both wrote it, for, um, the, the, who wrote... Okay, so, okay, there's, okay. there's a website on which this is published. There's two websites, obviously. It's not right. American. That so there's has two the websites. Original. This is a fight between two... two uh, uh, groups of people. Two groups of people, and we're getting in the middle of it, Hell just yeah. to understand what's going on Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so we have the American Council on Science and Health, um, that by uh, the author Alex or Doctor B, as he is known in some circles. <laughs> I'm not sure. kidding you. I did. I did. I, I did some research. Uh, so Doctor B here is a uh, a person who has specific skeptic, pursuits and right? like he he is He's a skeptic. He is a debunker. So anyway, point is, <laughs> when should I talk about these people? Should I talk about their uh, like what I learned of them before we discuss the articles to just to know who where everyone's prejudice is coming from, or should we talk about it after the article so that way we don't get prejudiced against the articles based on who we like more. Um, and by we, I mean the audience. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, right <laughs> off the bat, I people who are self-described skeptics are are the most faith-filled assholes in the world. I hate okay. them generally. And it's it's like yes, everybody skeptics. has a level of skepticism. And you know, when you label yourself as a skeptic, it's usually because you have no real skepticism. You're just hiding behind whatever you think the big boys believe, and you're jumping True. into that group and saying, "This is the this is the really authoritative authority." And well, God, I can't stand those kinds of people. He wrote an entire article about how hard it is to be a science, a junk science debunker. Like oh, it's himself. so hard. Yes, it's so it, hard to, to, everybody hates to him. regurgitate. The, no, 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 uh, no, because everybody hates him because he no. gets literal hate mail. He should, because all he's doing is regurgitating a party line with absolutely no capability no, see, that's the thing. for thought outside of one fucking party line idea. God, I can't handle people like that. That's the interesting thing, is that he believes that he's hated by both the left and the right. However, he writes for this particular American Council on Science and Health. Anytime the word council is featured, it's usually some like oligarch 
backed. Yeah, some, I swear to God. Some neo whatever. Yes. Uh, war neo profiteering. Neo liberalism. Neo. Essentially, war profiteering. Suck the life out of the usually. planet. <laughs> a slaver of on the global uh, right. scale that is using a council to uh, narrate uh, or give out a particular narrative to the people. So, so there's I'm, multiple marks against him. But let's try. Generally, to hear about. but see, that's not him. He's just simply having yeah. to write. No, let's. He thinks he's hated let's by the left this. and the right. Sure. However, the American Council themselves, uh, their mission is to debunk science. That's junk science, right? Oh, okay. So this whole American Council on uh, Science and Health uh, has some glowing words that people say about them. And these people happen to be the Wall Street Journal, the fucking George Bush, fucking Forbes, some House of Representative motherfucker. Oh, my God. And then God. Julia Child. I Why? Why oh Julia God. Child? Why? this stuff. So that's Holy the research shit. I did. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Fucking wow. Right, right. Of course. Yes, debunking right, so. because they're they're gonna tell you this is the uh, uh the real science and the rest of that, well that's just so, and then on the, the side of the Scientific American, uh, uh we have the author is actually this this woman who is a um marine biologist and conservation strategist strategist. And the co-author is actually her mother, and it's really fucking adorable because her only tweet on Twitter is thanking her daughter for setting up Twitter for her, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and her whole thing is no so farms, cute. no food. So she's like super into farming. But that's all I know about her. So here we have like a marine biologist who's into conservation and her mom who seems to be into farms. So um, I don't know, man. And I think that's a picture of her and her chickens, honestly. Her okay. mom. Um, yep. She's a regenerative farmer, Louise. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So that's why it's co-authored by her mom. Oh, because... so 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 she's a tree-hugging hippie. Oh, that he... everything she says look, doesn't doctor, matter. Look, Doctor right. B would never stoop that low. But a point <laughs> about <laughs> Doctor B. I'm talking about Alex Biriosov, uh, actually, probably. Uh -huh. um, the only thing about that you need to take away from the article on him talking about um, getting death threats and these all these like terrible fucking things, which sucks. And he thinks he's hated by the left and the right, which is probably true. However, um, the one thing you need to know about him is in his self-described uh, thing is that as I was in the process of earning my PhD in microbiology, I learned some things about myself. I think... Um, uh, grad teacher, whatever grad school teaches you things. He's flexing that he was in grad school. Cool, yes, cool. Keep, keep saying um, that. PhD, grad school. Yes, keep flexing. Yes, that. Right. yep. Got to make sure to say that a couple of times within in the same in a row. Yes, right. uh, it revealed something about myself. I didn't like the years long projects with no guarantee of success, like you know science. Uh, when experiments failed, I took it personally and became depressed. I learned that I needed quick hits tiny daily successes to make me happy and motivated since I was good at writing a career in science journalism seemed to make sense and of course what's the most rewarding thing that you can do the, the most dopamine hit agree with the big guys that's right that's always the dopamine hit I'm I've got the, the Get authorities the, behind exactly, me exactly. the authorities yeah so let me step out of Oh, my, oh, there's somebody on the ground, and I've got a big group behind me, and we're we're jumping on that guy on the ground. Yeah, I can jump out with with all those authorities behind me and kick him off. Uh, kick him over down. Uh, yeah, those people. Oh God, I love those kind of people. It's right. our favorite yeah. kinds of people. My favorite kind of people, the cowards. All right, <laughs> go ahead. Let's go. Right, so, uh, so we're going to be uh, looking at uh, the article, and uh, it's uh, Scientific American says vegetables are toxic, sugary snacks, and it is uh, essentially a uh, a hot take 
on the article that is called Broccoli is Dying, Corn is Toxic, Long Live Microbiomes. Now, so the interesting thing about it is that I didn't know the uh, article of the Scientific American, uh, the, the title of the Scientific American article. And I first found this uh, as it conveniently popped up on my um, Google search news feed thing. Uh, even so, though, what's the name of the site? The Council on Foreign Relations. Oh, Basi- no, no. The, Council, oh, American Council on Science. Okay, the yeah. weird thing is that I actually, <laughs> I, I have gone to Scientific American. We've been subscribed to it. It is quite more likely for me to be recommended an article from Scientific American than from the American Council on Science and Health that I've never fucking heard of in my life before. But um, the the special Google News thing somehow decided that I needed to see this uh, article, not something I would be much more likely to see based on my previous search and, history. And of course, but whatever. It's not like Scientific American is perfect in any way. Oh, no, no, Oh, no. my God, no. Not no, but slightly. still, but I, you know, so uh, first, though, I they, they got me because, you know, so let's let, let you guys have the experience. I'm sure there's that been we plenty have. of articles in Scientific American I have had deep issues with. I'm sure. <laughs> so all I know is that Scientific American says vegetables are toxic. And I was like, what? 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 This is all just Scientific too crazy. Scientific American says vegetables are to- toxic sugary snacks? I have what? to click on this. And so I started reading and it says, the headline is not exaggeration or hyperbole. Scientific American just ran an article claiming that vegetables are becoming like sugary snacks and are toxic. And that's not even the worst part. And I was like, oh my God, babe, I got to read this to you. Sounds crazy. Yeah, now I'm like, really? Man, Scientific so, American's like going off the deep end. I but mean, then, I expected it. It happens. But, yeah. but then the next uh, <laughs> sentence is, the article was given the ridicul- uh, ridiculous headline, broccoli is dying, corn is toxic, long live micro... And then I... Th- I stop and think. Well, broccoli is dying. I mean, that that's possible. Corn is toxic. Actually, yes, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Long live microbiomes. I don't know what that means, but wait a minute. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm like, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on what is I this article? You, hold on. Said, I thought you said that it was that all that the, the broccoli was a sugary snack. Like, well, hold right. On. Was so, it broccoli is dying or that it's a sugary? Well, hold on. These things are already incongruent. Right. Hmm. So now I'm confused. And I was like, wait, hold on, babe. We're going to have to figure this out because uh, this is just confusing. Um, another interesting thing is, well, I just wish Streamlabs would keep your chat consistent as we move between the screens. I guess it decided not to, but that's okay. Uh, so, like, the chat... <laughs> Thank you, Streamlabs. The, yeah, the chat refreshes every time we switch scenes. That's fun. Um, so, yeah, and it's called observation. So, um, it's they're not even trying to, like, be all sciencey about it yeah this is i didn't know that all i know is that this motherfucker is saying that it's co-authored by a marine biologist and a retired english teacher and suddenly i'm back on the skeptic train i'm like excuse me a retired english teacher no bitch not a retired english teacher a woman who runs sky hill farm what the shit is sky hill farm where it tells us it's right here regenerative farmer with a free-range chicken heritage and microbiomes it's not just a retired english teacher mother Fucker. But point is still, it's just observations. It's not even, they're right. not even trying. And all they said is broccoli is dying, which seems like a sad thing. Corn is toxic. Who doesn't know that already? So the fact that he felt the need to to go at it this hard, uh, we start figuring this out by basically uh, um, this yeah, but, first but, quote. Right, right. Because, so we keep reading. I'm like, uh, English teacher, excuse me. Because I didn't oh, know. I know, right off the bat, we're like, well, what the fuck is a. a, a, a marine biologist. Marine and biologist and, a, and an a English teacher. A conservationist. 
Right. And a regenerative farm. The, 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 anyway. So it's basically, it's like, they already have you in this article going on the wrong Right. Because that's right. Let's we keep started. you with us. Yeah, well, we, that's we, we're, we're going. like, well, what yeah. the fuck's an English teacher and a marine biologist, you know, given like a science of, of about, what? Publishing articles in Scientific American? What? Well, Scientific American is a, it's, uh, a, it's a science magazine. It's not a journal. So it's just yeah. related. It's not a journal, right? Right. It's, it's science journal. And so sometimes it's just like on the History Channel, you know, they may be They're talking gonna about. They're going to have some goofs. They're going to yeah. have goofs. Yeah. You know, like... So anyway, we keep reading and we're still with them. Uh, as one might expect from the headline. Um, so let's let's bring you back with us. All right. Um, as one might expect from the headline, the article makes one outrageous claim after another. And we're like, all right, bring on these unscientific claims. What they got? And um, here's the first one. Lies, distortions, and laugh-out-loud whoppers start early and often. Let's dissect them. Quote, as food writer Mark Bittman recently remarked, since food is defined as a substance that provides nutrition and promotes growth, and poison is a substance that promotes illness, then much of what is produced by industrial agriculture is quite literally not food, but poison. Okay, 100% on the mark. We are 100% in agreement with this. Because they <laughs> qualified it with industrial agriculture. Much and if of you don't fucking what know that about food, yeah. then you're a goddamn moron. Ostrich. You're an ostrich. Yeah, you're a fucking, no, you're just a fucking moron. Or because, an ostrich. Because if, if you're, if you're not it. paying any attention to your your health, you're, and you're not actually that looking into, yeah, yeah. into how what, things what are you put made, in your body, yeah. and, you know, and how much food has fucked us and fucked us and fucked Look, us. Look, if we're going to talk about if we, if we can't take in dangerous ideas like oh feminism or uh, postmodernism or any or even some people believe that liberalism or conservatives are dangerous ideas that we should be careful with then how the fuck up why the fuck are we not the same way with our bodies what is up with that like why are we allowing um unchecked things into our body just because they taste good like tarletons are the the kind most doctors smoke uh, sure. <laughs> there literally used to be commercials about the most doctors smoke this cigarette so then i i i we, we put on the brakes and I, I go back to the original article it's like and... hold on hold on they're, they're right about that so and that's that that's the whopper that's he that's what right. he starts out with as a crazy this is crazy right. that they'd say such so things. at this point we still don't know the original article except the the title the one thing i I already know is that he's a fucking imbecile. And corn is toxic, especially if we talk about monoculture, the way it's produced for a variety of things like feed and uh, industrial additives. Uh, So corn isn't even made to eat anymore at this point. Uh, And it's not even a GMO thing. It's just... There's just so much more to it than just like, oh, she's anti-GMO. It's like, no, it's not even about that. It's the fact that our corn isn't even made for eating most of the time anymore. Now, anyway, we move on and we go like, all right. Well, um, I mean, there's also the the issue of like, if you don't have a whole lot of uh, Native American heritage, there's a a level of of being used to certain kinds of foods. that uh, Lack of digestive properties that we have. uh, You know, genetically, uh, people are more... Uh, developed around certain kinds of foods that are better. Like for Europeans, having a ton of corn has actually been very difficult on European people. Uh, and, and there's there's things like, for instance, we did testing with uh, with cattle and feeding uh, certain types of cattle just corn mm-hmm. uh, changes so many different things about the meat. The level levels of cholesterol and saturated fat, and you know, there's there's just uh, I forget all of what all mm-hmm. of the different things were, but it was just amazing the difference between grass-fed meat mm-hmm. and corn-fed meat in terms of know, human digestion it, yeah and well not just human digestion but in the nu- nutrition oh. value and the things that are the how, thing you bring how that good up. it was for you versus how bad it was for you that's really great that you mentioned that because uh so as the guys uh terry as dr b uh he does actually refer to himself as that 
um, as he is uh, tearing this apart. So uh, the next thing he goes, this is the first sentence. Yes, that is how the screed actually begins. He spent some time with the thesaurus on this one. Yeah, screed, man. Everything you eat is poison. And we go, wait, 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 That's hold up. That's the first line? Everything you eat is poison? Hold up, motherfucker. What we just read, the quote we just read said, much of what is produced by industrial agriculture. That is nowhere near what people would consider what you most, uh, much of what you eat yeah. or everything much you eat. Much of, with the qualifier, industrial, right. is not all of what you eat is poison. Uh, not that is me, anyway. such a gargantuan... Not like, most of humans. Most yeah, and, and he starts out saying, this is not hyperbolic. I'm okay with hyperbole. Yeah. I use hyperbole all the time. It is a sure. useful literary tool. You're conveying that you have emotion about things. It's a useful things. philosophical it's tool, It's useful. However, he fucking said, just a couple lines earlier, this is not hyperbole. He said, well, hyperbolic. And it's like, and that he is being completely hyperbolic because they did not fucking say that he wrote it himself. It's right fucking there. That's not what they said. Right. Such a blatant mischaracterization. <laughs> we got a cat knocking things down in the other room. Probably shouldn't right, be. Great. Let me let me go check. Yes, please. <laughs> Sounded like the tools. Um, yeah. So such a blatant mischaracterization of a quote that was just reproduced for us was enough to set us on guard uh, quite a bit. Um, and then. Uh, Everything you eat is poison. How do we know it? Because an organic food activist with no relevant scientific training and expertise says so. Okay, fine. Next quote. Data going back to 1940s, as reported by Eco Farming Daily, shows this is quote, the quote from the from the article, article. Right. shows the it's all it's all oh shown. they see it okay. But people who aren't who are listening can't see it. So right. you, you're on. All right, on. Um, the data going back. Quote, yeah, data going back to 1940s, as reported by Eco Farming Daily, shows that quote the level of every nutrient in almost every kind of food has fallen between 10 and 100 percent. End quote. And he goes on to say, Eco Farming Daily, really? Let's try a peer-reviewed journal instead, like the Journal of the Food Composition and Analysis, which and concluded. Which I'm here. I was like, yeah. okay, sure, all right, let's hear this. I mean, I agree with the quote from the '40s, if it's backed off by science. Right. For, yeah. Um, which concluded in a March 2017 paper that comparisons of food composition data published decades apart are not reliable, because. Changes in data sources, crop varieties, geographic origin, ripeness, sample size, sampling methods, lab analysis, and statistic treatment affect reporting of neutral levels. Okay, first off, right off the bat, yes, there is a level of pedantry that makes it where you can't understand any data at all whatsoever. But statistic analysis hasn't changed in fucking yeah. long-ass time. Yeah, no, there, there is, okay, but you can always level that criticism, okay? There's a level sure. of being a pedant that you can make it where you can't compare anything to anything else because it's not the same. I can I can argue that about anything, and so every pedant who wants but. to who, who wants to say this is not the same, there is an argument you can come up with to say, oh, that's not the same, so you can't compare. It. Oh, that's not the same, How so you can't compare. However, we're talking you about where you literally can't think as a human being and 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 actually work. However, let's just take it as a simple uh, logic counter or statement counter statement logical uh, supposition. Here he says. That our initial uh, assumption that level of every nutrient since the 40s has dropped down. Right. And his rebuttal to that is you cannot compare crops that vary by decades because of their crop varieties, geographic origin, ripeness, and data source. That is what food change point. is. That's the fucking that's point. That's what you do measure. That's, that's yeah, the only thing yes, you measure. Yes, you're right. Oh Those God. things have changed. And that's the fucking point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
And he said decades apart. We're not talking about comparing 1940s with 2017. We're talking about comparing each decade to them to each other. That's what industrial farming does is it changes those things. And you should be tracking a decade to decade to see if you're going in a good direction. My God. So at this point, we're like, all right, this has to be uh, turned into sweet, sweet YouTube revenue. And by that, I mean just your views because we're not monetized. So holla. <laughs> Hopefully your Patreon love uh, and support. But yeah, so um, this is this motherfucker. And, and let's, let's keep reading what he's got to say. Uh, so, all right. Um, Eco-farming, really? All right. Really? Uh, in a Twitter thread, Dr. Elizabeth Bick uh, commented that copper levels decreased because perhaps copper isn't used as much a, as a fungicide anymore, but other nutrient levels are probably similar over time. Is it, that's his quote, is what he's saying. Yeah, but... Uh, I mean, did she say that, though? I don't but, know. But... Oh, 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 okay, yeah. So his, his awesome other rebuttal to this quote by... Uh, you know, eco farming daily, I guess. Right. Um, though it happened to be mentioned in the article. Is a Twitter um, thread from somebody. Is a Twitter thread by some doctor. She's a doctor, though. Oh, come on. Oh, and she has a verified check mark. Thank you very fucking much. Oh, okay. Well, then that's all we need to know. And it's microbiome digest, so she knows what she's talking about. Uh, but she's very mad about the article. She says it's complete bullshit and uh, says, but other nutrient levels are probably similar over time. So, oh, a wow. thread by so a, a doctor. A thread by a doctor that says probably. Well, nah, my mind's made up. Why Why should we, like... No, we, we, don't, need to, we don't need to investigate any further. We, our due diligence is done right there. And, of course... And quotes, thank goodness for uh, multivitamins. From no, the article. Thank nobody for multivitamins, which are a scam. Okay. What? As soon as somebody says... Anything about vitamins being a scan? You no, 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 know. no. Multivitamins, They're... because he's probably talking about the colostrum one that, or whatever the shit, fuck one that has like three vitamins in it and that, doesn't that can't even be absorbed by the body, and, right? Because right. they're not the right chelated Central, or unchelated or the right. Centrum, yes, right, yeah. Right so that probably is a scam, but um... yeah, okay. Except that you can, if you go to you know like PubMed, you can find hundreds of thousands of studies on uh, you know single fucking nutrients and how absolutely critical they are and how much the the average person does not get enough of this or the average person does not get enough of this because of what oh the their their and diet you yeah, know that's when, right their fucking diet if you are gonna try to say we have good health care and you don't want any reform to it um i suggest you go to your doctor and take advantage of that good health care and what you can do is you can actually run a test on your blood to find out what it is your body is deficient in. it's actually quite awesome to do just fucking go ahead and get some blood tests run because some people might be deficient well definitely are deficient in different things and you need to know what your personal body's composition is but there are certain key vitamins that should be included in a multivitamin that we all have less of simply because just, we eat it's a less typical baby and bathwater shit yes there are claims the right about yeah. vitamins that are bullshit no shit sherlock <laughs> Okay, yes, there's claims that are bullshit about everything, and you don't throw away the entirety of a field that has massive mountains of fucking scientific evidence available mm -hmm. that can you can see exactly what the real truth is. You don't throw that all the fuck away because some uh, some crazy imbeciles claim that, it, uh, that all you gotta do is take a bunch of this one fucking vitamin and, every, and everything will be cured. Right. Yeah, there are stupid fucking claims about everything. There are stupid claims that 
it, and you just can't fucking throw it away. That I, I, oh god, I, I'm, so I'm, I'm flusters. What's what's going on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because they always do that. It's like, it's baby in the bathwater. Like, oh, there's a little bit of bathwater there. Fuck this baby. <laughs> That's it. There's no baby. What are, what are you doing there? You, 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 yeah, it's just going to break. No, just leave it alone. You're good. Okay. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad and breaking stuff. Uh, all right. So moving on to the rest of the article. Uh, thank nobody for multivitamins. All right. All right. Uh, healthy people who eat a relatively balanced diet do not need dietary supplements of any kind. That's Citation needed, motherfucker. That is fucking false. Besides, yeah. they are poorly regulated, which means just about anything can be and is detected in them. Uh, true, but also not true. Depends on what you yes. get, You're where you get it from. If you want to focus talk on about the exceptions, your, talk about okay, your Walmart multivitamin. There's something multivitamin. called the rule, and then there's something called exceptions. Okay, and when you focus on the exceptions and act to... like it's the fucking rule, you're a moron. Let's pretend we're talking to our friends instead of yelling at an enemy, because okay. right, a lot of people right, who are listening right, to right, us right, are right. not yeah, you, this you guy. But you know, you you gotta you get, you get mad with us. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm just saying, don't listen to this when you're like trying to like go to sleep at night or or breastfeeding no, no, a baby is, no. on a porch, <laughs> rocking back and forth. This is not. When you're enjoying we some, gave, a you quiet knew, lake. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into. <laughs> That's true. You knew who I was. <laughs> true, true. You should know uh, how how uh, passionate we get. <laughs> Let's get angry about shit with us. This yeah. is this is metal stem, goddamn. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we go hard go in hard our science discussions. <laughs> well, shove them goddamn vitamins down your throat. <laughs> Take your fucking vitamins. This is actually what I what I have to put up with. <laughs> he does tell me to take my vitamins just I like do. that. I do. God damn it. Just Please take your vitamins. That's <laughs> what the neighbors hear all the time. That's what they hear all the time. Is it? <laughs> uh, so yeah, some some uh, shit is poorly regulated when you're talking about getting like a little packet of diet tea from Walmart. Like yes. Uh, you're probably gonna have Chinese asbestos in it, but like yeah, and and you know what? You can totally get, yes. There are when you when you do not educate yourself about nutrition and then just go stuff your face with a bunch of whatever the fuck vitamins are are popular. Yeah, yeah don't do actually, that. you're 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 probably gonna harm yourself more than you do good. That yeah. is actually true. <laughs> right. I, I agree with that. If you're doing things in a stupid way, you you're gonna have get idiot, stupid you results. You gotta idiot proof it, right? Yeah. So the, and vitamins are not <laughs> idiot proof. <laughs> right, right. They are not regulated and babied to the point where you know there's not there's to the not, point where they're ineffective. Right. There's not there's not a coddling mother you know making sure that you you know don't have don't have take any personal responsibility for your health and can just go and shove things in your face. You know there there's nobody doing that. That is true. You can't you have harm to critically think it. and approach uh, it. And so you know we we could reduce it to the point and and they are trying to get to the point where where vitamins are completely nanny stated to the point where you can't actually get anything that you really need. Uh, they're trying to do that. that, absolutely, and that's why people like this motherfucker are on that whole anti-vitamin train because they want to to nanny state the fuck out of it and make sure you don't have access to anything that might actually 
uh, you know benefit you if you you know put some fucking intelligence into it and do your research AKA and find out the about status yourself. Quo. Right. Maintaining the status right. quo. They will dumb it down to the point where you can't fucking do anything to to that might in some way harm yourself. You won't do anything that can benefit yourself either. Right. They'll make sure you can't fucking benefit yourself, but at least you won't be able to harm yourself except through the lack of it. Yeah, I mean through the lack of it, we we, we don't call call that harm though because it's not That's direct. Just a standard American you know, it's, yeah, exactly. It's not I'm not stabbing you. It's the knife that's stabbing you. You can't hold me responsible for what the knife did. Uh, well, you can't hold my head responsible for what my arm did. Oh, God. So now, now I'm going on the, the whole proxy war thing. Okay, never mind. We won't talk about proxy war and how people are easily fooled by just putting one step in between who is responsible and what they're actually doing. We won't talk about that now. All right, if back people, to the vitamins. If people were good at discerning that, we would not have gynocentrism, okay? Yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> so. oh, yeah, they would be completely gone. They would, people would be like, oh, yeah, there's, there's only if, one step in between what this person uh, is getting and who they put, they act as responsible for it. So. If, pro if people understood proxy war, we would not have gynocentrism. <laughs> it's true and those things are very closely related you're absolutely right um all right so um yeah this guy's full of shit um i need citations on him saying that people who eat a relatively balanced first of all balanced what what does that mean oh the a food diet, pyramid right which is completely um, bullshit made do up do not by, like, need dietary company. supplements <laughs> of any kind also citation needed so in, in that one sentence i need two citations actually uh what do you mean by a balanced diet and just believe whatever consensus tells you that's all that's all you gotta do no no, no. believe whatever the american council, council on, on science Farm science uh, and health, science and health yeah, right. on domestic relations actually they're propagandizing their own people so. yeah right um, Let's go back. Wait, wait. Let's go back to that page of who who's supporting it. Uh, who the, the well, supporters of this Well, see, um, they this, uh, they're not supporters. They just oh. have nice things to say. They just about have nice them. to say. So it's, the Wall Street Journal the says that the ACSH knows the difference between a health care and a health threat. A health care and, and a health threat. threat. Oh, oh, well. See, that's the thing. Um, they they do have some accolades, right? Okay. So, uh, just just for a minute, let's let's give them uh, credit where credit is due, ish. Um, so their history is that all the way, uh, they were founded in 78, actually. Mm -hmm. And um, they uh, try to help with policy. Um, the singular focus, uh, to publicly support evidence-based science and medicine. Now, they have done some things. We have long warned the public of the dangers of smoking, so they got that. Oh, uh, yes. And we were the drive force behind seatbelt laws that save children. So shit all the way back in the 70s and the 80s. Cool, cool. Uh, famously, when the... I bet the same people also were, were much against it until everybody else was for it. I bet the exact same people. Because there were people who were who were uh, like, oh, this this anti-smoking smoke. People have been around cooking fires their entire life, you know, for for thousands of years, and you're saying that smoking is bad. That's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, look at all these doctors who smoke cigarettes every day. I know a, a friend of mine who smoked till he was 95 years old. And as what's your point? Uh, it's just that the the exact same people who are skeptics. Well, as soon as the as it appears that the largest group now supports it, oh yes, I was supporting that the entire time. I was completely anti-smoking, absolutely from the very beginning. And it's like, yeah, sure you were. But I mean, that's fine. Let's let's just take them at their word. Um, 
They long warned uh, the public of the dangers of smoking, a driving force behind seatbelt laws. So shit that happened all the way back in the early 80s. Cool. Uh, anything recent? No. Uh, our warnings about chemophobia were portrayed in the groundbreaking documentary narrated by Walter Cronkite. Also sounds old as shit. Um, Ooh, I'd like to see that because I wonder if they're, you know. Big fear, little risks. I bet the the uh, chemophobia sounds like some I bet it was some, it was something defending some uh, corporation, corporation that was about that was under some class action lawsuit or something. I guarantee that's what that fucking is if we look it up. And our science uh, publications have informed key policymakers for decades. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's good. That's a, that that's one to have on your uh, on your list of uh, of uh, uh, <laughs> of being of people being failed so badly by the government that Flint still has lead water. Yes, yeah. that yeah, cool. All right. Good job, policymakers and council. When media physician Dr. Oz continued to foist off miracle foods and supplements to the public, foist off, council friends and members spearheaded the letter to Columbia University demanding he be removed from their faculty, which got nationwide attention. That doesn't sound like anything happened to it, but at least they got nationwide attention. Who's Dr. Oz? Is that that Ah, uh, some TV guy. I don't know. But point is, that doesn't sound like they removed him. It just sounds like they got a bunch of attention for doing, for calling for a man to be removed from his post. Yeah. And so there's, yes, there's tons of charlatans and that may have been one good thing they did. Okay. Cool. I mean, if that's even a good thing. Sounds more Who, like they know. just witch hunted some dude, but whatever. Yeah. They probably just dogpiled one dude uh, and, and, and got a lot of publicity out of it when there was a ton of other guys who, who are, oh, yeah, who are profiting far more. Like and, Monsanto, though, yeah. I'm sure they're friends with uh our science publications have informed key policymakers for decades that's all you need to know guys um uh, so yeah the let's see bush said uh george w bush said by increasing our understanding of complex issues you help americans make sound decisions about their well-being and influence public policy oh so they're very so he was endorsed by they're influential in, endorsed uh, by bush uh steve forbes said putting health risks in proper perspective for our corporations oh, i mean excuse me uh for proper perspective and educating journalists legislators and others about them is what the american council on uh, science and health is all about so they're all, all about, about making sure that corporations educating can, journalists and legislators don't have to worry they're not about, about kind of shit giving you scientific information they're right. not about protecting the public they're about educating journalists and legislators Sounds like a brainwashed think tank to me, but whatever. That's just uh, whatever. That's, a, that's that's just our. our oh, but no, the, they're just tax deductible, and so you can donate to them and be a, a really good giver to charity because uh, that's you know something that that people do. They give to charities that in no way at all have anything to do with politics. Sure that everybody knows everything. <laughs> the status quo is perfect. Everything's great, and and they have no influence on. And there's no real risks out on there on politics or government or don't, don't in worry. any way. Don't, we're helping people by making sure they're not worried about the the poison that we I, the the foods that we look. Give them. Look, this is just this is just a tax deductible nonprofit education center that just happens to influence key policymakers that you can donate to. Yes. With your credit card and others, but it has—it's not it's corrupt no, whatsoever. No, there's no problem here. No problem. This I is not problem. at all a corporation to government pipeline that is disguised disguised as a charity. Which this is not at all the typical think tank uh, re-education to support big, uh, big pharma, big, big. Uh, uh, you know, oh, there's no—they probably. I bet they're they're also related to big pharma directly too in some way. I get. I guarantee you, we can find a fucking link. Because there's there's no risks there. There's no we we need to we need to you know all this hysteria around what corporations are doing. We gotta we gotta you know reduce that. Yep. Oh, the evidence free case against diet soda. Really? Is that so? 
Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the artificial... I'm browsing through... Uh, I don't know what they say about Oh, I guarantee no, 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 no. Don't. Don't. I know. Don't say anything about it. Okay. We'll check it out later. Yeah, we'll check it out later. But they for sure are talking about evidence-free case against diet soda. So uh, that's not at all the case. But, you know, they pull out a lot of fancy words like co-founding, uh, co confounding variables and, uh, you know, talking about heart disease, even though that's not what the issue with uh, diet soda sweeteners is. It's not at all about heart disease. So it's like saying that, um, I don't know, eating, uh, what, what, what is a common thing? Like, uh, oh, yeah, that, that smoking rots your teeth. It's like, no. You know, it's because, like, there's two things as you grow up as a kid, you're like, uh, smoking gives your lung, uh, kills your lungs, and then eating and, sugar rusts your teeth. Right. And so, and, it, it, and, this is and like, masturbating grows hair on your knuckles. And you know, and so this, this is a, like saying like smoking. I found that masturbating doesn't grow hair on your knuckles, so obviously smoking. No, no, I'm just it. saying that what yeah. what they're talking about is they're linking to things that are were not linked. So it's like saying that smoking cigarettes causes your you to grow hair on your knuckles. It's like nobody accused smoking cigarettes with that effect. That's right. not but they're the debunking problem. That. It's but they're debunking that. It's called a straw man. Yeah. 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 That's that's what this article is already all full of. Right. They're talking about cardiovascular disease. And it's like heart disease and sugar. That's not what we're talking about. I mean, there's probably a link there too, but yes. you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. And it's just a harder one to to get at. In in sixty seconds or right. less, yeah. Uh, but yeah, just a preliminary. Um, once I get away from the giant donate button, uh, just the the preliminary view of the the rest of their articles is quite oh uh, pro-corporation. Yeah. Oh my god, yes, they're talking about like that sugar's just fine. I mean, yeah, there's extra calories, but sugar's just, oh god, they're they're 100%. Oh my god, I had no idea. They're they're so right down this the party a line of protecting the Thank fucking you. corporations. Thank you Google for giving this to me. This they, is a oh, find. Man, it is. This is amazing. Like you, they're just right down the party line of fucking lining giant corporation pockets and fucking sucking the life out of humanity. Well, I mean, they're trying here maybe to to say that you can have your coffee without sugar because less calories or something. But I don't know. It doesn't matter. None of us has to do with anything that we're currently discussing. Okay. But it is interesting that they have a lot of articles about sugar. Like if you put that mm -hmm. into a search bar and not, and apparently not just regular sugar because sugar might be just a clickbait for them at this point because he added the word uh, sugary snacks in the description of the title in, in the That's article. That's his clickbait title. Scientific American says vegetables are toxic sugary snacks, which quite obviously that is not what they fucking said. Uh, no, what they said is broccoli is dying and corn is toxic, which doesn't sound like anything about that. But... Let's, let's read more about what they, what they said. Uh, they are they're asking, uh, why are nutrients in our food declining? Well, for one, we are killing the soil it grows in. Prodigious use of biocides, herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, as well as synthetic chemical fertilizers and antibiotics kill or disrupt soil microorganisms that allow plants to absorb nutrients. Also, increased atmospheric CO2 is accelerating photosynthesis. Plants grow faster but contain fewer nutrients, which is expected to lead to worldwide uh, nutrient deficiencies. 
vegetables becoming more like sugary snacks, not good. So, okay, so here's the thing, here's a very important, important point. Just like human beings have a, a microbiome in their body where it is absolutely necessary for various vitamins that you have these beneficial gut bacteria mm -hmm. and uh, funguses, etc., mm -hmm. to be able to produce certain vitamins, right. the soil requires that same thing and plants rely upon the natural microbiomes of soil where nutrients are produced in a certain way and when you have those nutrients that are produced they can simply uptake them and put them into the plant and so quite obviously if you change that because you go and you sterilize the the ground with your simplistic methods that don't consider things like a microbiome and how that that produces various nutrients oh, man. then immediately obviously there's going to be less nutrients and that's not even counting how leaving the land fallow is important for getting the various different types of minerals which are not something that are produced but are actually there they're in the soil and uptaken by plants and so one of the reasons why we used to leave leave uh, farmland fallow for a while is so mm -hmm. that some of those nutrients could be brought back in and we do not add back any of those mineral nutrients to our food we grow this the food in the same place over and over and over and over without any ability for those things which have to physically be replaced they can't just you know be produced and, and from what is there like what the what the microbiome of the land does so, so there's so many different ways in which obviously there's a very direct rational mechanical path that comes to where you're not going to have as many nutrients in factory farming as you will in more natural types of farming. I hope you didn't blow your load just yet because uh, on this topic in particular because he has a zinger on this one. Oh boy. Um, so increased atmospheric CO2 is accelerating photosynthesis, the thing we just quoted, uh, read from the original article on Scientific American. His response to it is that the idea that the nutrients in food will become too dilute is dubious to begin with. But it's also based on two flawed assumptions. One, nutrient-poor crops like rice are the main nutrient source for poor people. What? 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 What is he? It's what? Yeah, exactly. And two, diets won't change over time is untrue. Uh, number one is untrue because while impoverished regions do rely heavily on food like rice, they rely on other things like fish too. And number two is untrue because diets do change over time, Wait, well, especially as a country no becomes wealthier. <laughs> Yeah, all you gotta do is add wealth. That's it, man. Just make sure. Because countries will just automatically become wealthier, and then the people will have to eat cake, and it'll be okay. Yeah, let's let them eat cake. It'll be fine. But that's uh, not what we're talking about. Well, uh, what? that is that is so out of nowhere. Surely he's getting that somewhere in the other article. Uh, no, is... no, no. It's right, right after the quote what? we just no, read. No, that that makes no sense. That's like not even. It's like a, what's it called? Oh, not only that, but the very next thing, the very next thing that the article talks about, the original Scientific American one, is not only are plants getting less nutritious, they're also getting more toxic. Uh, for over 90% of corn plants, the USA is number one. So she's talking about right now, right here, USA, America, mm -hmm. uh, right before that, um, he... He yeah, didn't okay. miss much. This is the 1940s, uh, losing food from 10 to 100%. Okay. all right, keep going, keep going. There was nothing. Why are nutrients in food declining? And this is the art, this is what he all quoted. Right. Okay, keep going down. So one of the things, here's the one and thing that most people to do not now. understand, and there are a lot of people who are anti-GMO, who, who are just but superstitiously anti- No, no, it's coming up in the next But that, thing, But right? that doesn't change the yeah, fact- Yeah, I don't know where he came up with that. It's That doesn't insane. change the it's fact that he said- fucking insane. The idea that nutrients in food become dilute is based on 
nutrient poor crops like rice are main no, nutrients for poor I, people? No, what? He, that's just completely. He had a stroke. Yeah, he, he had did. a fucking he, stroke. He, he and did. that's completely. They, that's like a. That's like the weirdest straw man ever. I mean, it's he, the weird. He had a, and it was in the middle of that that, that paragraph. Maybe because, it's later on in that article. We just haven't gotten there. He's no, because he goes end. vegetables no, become more. It like, doesn't matter. He can pull it out of. Out of it could be later on the other. It could article. be bad copy because pasting. That's like, yeah, that, for himself, right? But... He, he could just have gotten it. It could be later in the article somehow because well, this makes no sense. I mean, he literally had to have a fucking stroke. So, yeah, so look up rice. Okay, it doesn't exist. Okay. No, he literally no, had a yeah, stroke. Okay, he had a stroke. Never mind. Because he stopped <laughs> in the middle. Fuck? He stopped in the middle of that paragraph to say that. Okay, so he's just and he's then, just hallucinating. That's and then he uh, he's he is quoting fucking hallucinating. He's quoting vegetables becoming more like sugary snacks, not good. And he has a rebuttal to that. Okay. Uh, those are two of the dumbest sentences ever constructed in the history of the English language. Ad hominem much? <laughs> Even if vegetable, this is a this is a science writer. Yes. This is yes. a science journalist. All right. Even if vegetables lost all their nutritional content, we should still eat them because they provide fiber. Would that be nutritional content or not? I don't know. <laughs> I would argue that fiber is the primary reason to eat. No, it's not. To no. eat fruits and vegetables since most of our other foods is fortified with vitamins. Actually, it's literally the other way around. That uh, And one of the most important reasons why you eat fiber is to feed your microbiome, which is part of what the other fucking article is about. And obviously, he doesn't fucking know that. And don't you get fiber from like oats and buckwheat there's a, there's a and wide variety like of, variety of grains I mean, that you yes, get fiber oats, from? Yeah, and then you get your minerals and vitamins from vegetables? No, this is a typical. He's a. He's. He AI. doesn't understand he's how he's, he, he's, he's just regurgitating the party line because that's all he fucking has. He has no understanding of anything in reality. He just is regurgitating what he's fucking told to fucking regurgitate by whatever is fucking around him. All right, we go go back to the other article because they are getting to a point where where that is important. And that is the talking about GMOs. People talk about GMOs. But he does have a good point that in a Americans. Stupid way. In just a second. Americans are chronically undernourished when it comes to fiber, largely because we don't need enough fruits and vegetables. And there's finally a link to a public American. Uh, yes, uh, sorry, fiber um, is very important. The, um, NCBI, the uh, PubMed. So he did say something um, truthful? Excellent. Good he said something him. truthful, but I don't know if he's right about that it's fruits and vegetables because common sources of intrinsic fiber include grain products, vegetables, legumes, and fruit. Yeah, and, and what I, what I think it. people like the scientific American Council on Science and, and Health never wants to tell you is that you need to eat good grains to get your motherfucking fiber because the only thing that's ever pushed on people is wheat. Right. That's what all cereal is. That's all anything oh, ever and not is. Just that, though, if you go to white. the <laughs> right, if you go to the the actual grain poor poor for yourself section where you have all the grains that exist in the world, there's so fucking many of them, people, and Americans aren't eating any of them, and that's where the fiber is. The same the the public uh, the 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 public why do I keep saying that the PubMed article that he linked. First thing they say is grain products, not fruits and vegetables, like he also just claimed. While linking the thing that says grain, he said fruits and vegetables. But what? So he did say something truthful, but even there he managed to lie. And also, I mean, his point is stupid in the first place. Yeah. It's like, well, we even if all the other nutrients were gone, we should still eat them for this. And it's like that is a really dumb argument. Then you should be chewing bark. Yeah, just, you can get some. <laughs> Some <laughs> just go eat grass you know you, you get nothing but fiber there man you're not you're not gonna be able to get the nutrients out of it uh, any other way but you'll be able to get the fiber so we should still be eating grass because it has fiber so uh, right. so right you're wanting to look at the, the gmos uh, get to the fucking gmos that's so a very important part that's fine he's talking about it in his article he says quote 
Is that the... Okay. Plus, a GMO corn is also engineered, which is the next paragraph. Plus, GMO corn is also engineered with genes uh, that enable it to produce multiple insecticides in every cell. So what does this mean for us? Well, because corn is in so many foods, corn syrup, oils, and products of corn-fed farm animals, etc., we are often ingesting several toxins with each bite. And his response is... The BT toxins engineered into corn target insects, not humans. This is well-known, well-established scientific fact. The author's claims are simply anti-biotech talking points with no basis in reality. Okay, their talking points were perfect and his was target. He specifically said targeted. Just because you target something doesn't mean you don't hit other fucking things. Okay, just because you target something, that is the, that is a, he's... I think he knows he's fucking. Uh, a That's producer. what I'm telling you. He is he a knows. liar. I think it, it's he's not, not stupid. Stupidity. He's a liar. He's a That's what I'm liar. telling you. Exactly. It's a debate we had. That's actually how this whole thing started of us wanting to even bring this up on Cherry Stam is because I was convinced this motherfucker's a liar based on this gross mischaracterization that everything you eat is poison. And the whole time I was thinking he was just stupid. Right. Here with this line, I think he's a fucking liar. No, I think he's, he's a liar. purposefully misleading yes. people. Yes. Because if he's sitting there saying he 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 would put the weasel word target insects and, and not humans as his uh, way to say it, not it, effect, not disrupt, right. not that, not that it, it something active. That it, he, exactly, he specifically bad. says it targets it because he wants to be uh, absolutely within the rules of uh, being correct and and and. and fool you can't with what called, the fuck he's saying. On it. Exactly, he can't be called on it because that's true. It does target insects and not humans. He's 100% but correct there. who does it affect? He's, he's playing within the rules. He's in within the rules there. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you, you fucker. <laughs> I, I was telling you. Thank you, Dr. B. You know, is full you're of right. shit. You're right. He's a fucking, <laughs> a fucking liar. liar. He's purposely fucking misleading people. Because whenever you have, uh, you know, um, narrative uh, peddlers, you, you sometimes they are just stupid. And so you right. need to know, are they lying? It's okay. Or are they it's stupid, a, it's like, but being stupid is okay. Being a lying piece of shit that's purposely okay. helping other motherfuckers exploit us, that's not okay. Uh, and so he goes on uh, to quote uh, one more time the Scientific American article. Uh, quote, because, because uh, yes, yeah, so, well, let me go back to the sure, GMOs sure. because here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, you yes, wanna, there are you tons and tons and tons of people who are who are anti-GMO who are fucking morons. Right. They are superstitious, bandwagoning dipshits that when they're anti-GMO. Uh, the, because there's so many of them, now it's most of the time. Most people, most people who say that, uh, who are anti-GMO anti are fucking idiots. Okay? That is true. But they, they, but the pro problem is, it's just because they're bandwagoners. It's just because they are on the fucking, uh, you know, superstitious belief that, that fucks up the truth of the matter, which is that GMOs are not just for making the, the corn plant produce its own uh, toxins that are supposedly safe, which have not gone through enough fucking testing, but uh, but in addition to that, I mean, I'm like, oh god, uh, there's so many different ways we could go with this. Talking about like Tylenol, for instance, and how it is it is specifically liver toxic at all concentrations and not just at high concentrations. And eat, uh, just there's but. a comment from chat that made me laugh to the point where I had tears a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Charles. That was, 
Now I'm completely disrailed. Derailed. I, I thought that might help. You oh, can yeah, talk no. about it like that. <laughs> exactly. Go, go eat a fucking... Hey, rat poison only targets rats. I'm going to go eat a fucking ton of it. I'm going to use it as a... You know what? I'm going to start using this food all the time. It tastes great. <laughs> exactly. Shit tastes fantastic. Even if it had no nutritional value, you could still you, eat you it should for fiber. Still, you should still eat it for fiber. Because <laughs> it only targets rats. Because it only targets rats. What the fuck are you worried about? God, you alarmist. Uh, you chemophobe. Yes, fucking chemophobes. Yeah, all these people just worried about all these toxic chemicals when all they do is just fucking kill motherfuckers and cause other cancer like crazy and have done this. And we've only gone through this a million times already. You know, this time is different. But this time it's definitely different. But yeah, no, the uh, the GMO thing is it's easy GMO, to make fun yes. of them because it is because they are for the most part idiots. Okay? Or it's easy to. And uh, that's one of the things you have to yeah. understand is anything. So a lot of times, new truths pop up and a bunch of people jump on the bandwagon, have no fucking clue what it really means, start repeating it, and then it makes it look stupid. And that's the thing with the, with GMOs, is they've made it look stupid, and it's not, because they designed it so that they can pour tons of neurotoxic fucking chemicals, okay? But pesticides are a, a development that came out of, uh, what's it called, nerve agents, okay? They're, when, they, when we were developing you know, nerve gas and things like that, we ended up finding that that works uh, for pesticides because basically uh, uh, insects are more sensitive to neurotoxins than humans are. That doesn't mean we're completely numb to them, the ones that affect them. And there's there's been tons and tons of, of uh, you know things with various types of pesticides where we had class action lawsuits and basically the they've they've proven in a variety of ways that even in, in the smaller doses there are some effects that are not acceptable in various populations and then it depends on the population you're in so there's a lot of complexity to it and you can just glaze over that and act like they're safe and it's just not fucking true at all because there's lots of people who are more sensitive to it and there are lots of times in which the specific pesticides are far more dangerous than uh, than should even be allowed, but simply because the, the company makes so much money, they can just pay people off and have enough lawyers to fight it where where it's just more profitable to to pay off uh, you know the various people who eventually figure out where their problems came from, and th then it is to just to stop producing the chemical that is actually doing people harm. It's just it, it just comes down to economics, uh, and so the the thing is there are they uh, allow. The, the GMO process has been for the purpose of being able to inundate. Now, one of the things that they do is they'll actually, instead of having the plant produce some sort of natural neurotoxic or some sort of natural anti-insect um, in, uh, sort of thing, which I actually agree is a very good idea to have these, these natural insecticides that various plants produce and splice those genes in. That's a great idea. I love it. But... That what they do is they make it where these plants can handle way more neurotoxic shit than would, would normally you'd normally be able to put on these plants because it would fucking kill them. And that's how much that's how much that that's why they're doing it is to make it where these plants can live through this massive fucking dose of uh, neurotoxic shit and they'll literally put it where it, it's in the seed and so it inundates the whole plant. That's one of the ways that they distribute it is because there's so much of it that they can put it where they plant it with the seed and the, the plant is uptaking it and putting it into all of its tissues. 
And so this is a very, very bad, stupid fucking practice. And it has been shown to cause problems in a variety of ways. And we don't know the level of problems that it causes because what happens is technology can always outstrip the level of testing. And, and especially when it's new technology, you don't have regulations against it. You have to come up with new regulations against it. So people just start doing new stupid shit that causes lots of problems in health way before there's any law that says, hey, you have to fucking test that shit. And so, there, and so even with testing, there's not adequate time to market and there's always these huge pressures to make sure that, that it just gets across. So there's just so many different ways in which it is, it's very fucking bad. And that's the association with GMOs that is important. Okay, it's not the just genetically, we've been genetically modifying fucking plants since we started raising them. So that's, that is a stupid argument. That is not, we should not be worried about just the genetic modification itself. We should be, but we should be worried about what's the reason we're doing it and what then is the effect after that reason. When you look to see what it is that they're doing, they're dumping tons and tons more pesticide than the fucking plant could handle. Then so they had to genetically modify it so they could shit more fucking pesticide into it. That's the problem. So just, you know, make sure anytime somebody starts talking about GMOs, say, whoa, whoa, hold on. Know your goddamn story. Know what the fuck it is. Please don't just say it's genetically modified because it just gives it, it gives any argument against it. The, the people who are on the, the GMO, anti-GMO bandwagon do more harm to that cause than good unfortunately so yes that's that, that was that's my spiel about that because it is an important topic and it has been fucked up by too many bandwagoning people who don't know what the fuck they're talking about very true uh, a lot of times it's uh becomes an umbrella definition right it starts stretching yeah it's the other side of the baby in the bathwater. oh there's a tiny baby out there in that ocean of bathwater. let me just drink down the whole ocean of bathwater. nom 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 so it's, they're either throwing out the, the baby with the bathwater or drinking an ocean of bathwater with the tiny baby. And it's just, oh, it's so frustrating. Yes, it is. Hey, Kitty. Kitty's help. Kitty, Kitty, come over. He can see I'm frustrated. Yep. You see I'm frustrated, Kitty? <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, so that's the B2 toxins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, another quote. Um, and I think that's the last one they have from the article. Um. Quote, the epidemic of 20 chronic diseases, including diabetes, obesity, breast and thyroid cancers, stroke and autism, is highly correlated with the rise in production of Roundup-ready GMO corn and soy, both sprayed with glyphosate. Glyphosate has been coming up against huge, huge, huge mountains of proof of causing massive damage to people, okay? And so I guarantee you he's about to defend it. I guarantee you, I they haven't read have this an far. entire article that says AAAS runs dishonest glyphosate story, then deletes it. Is politics to blame? Oh, so they're very invested. Uh, no. Also into e-cigarettes. That's a big thing. Oh, they're also yeah, into that too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So whatever corporations want. Um, My God, they're just such corporate fucking whores. Yes, it's exactly what you are, you piece of shit. Oh, God. Obesity, cancer, and autism are caused by biotechnology. I love how he calls it biotechnology to make it sound cool instead yeah. of like, no, just mutating fucking plants and then putting them inside people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what it actually is. No, then taking a bunch of shit chemicals, stuffing the plant full of them. And then making people and then, eat it. And then eating, giving it to people to eat. Obesity, cancer, and autism are caused by biotechnology. No, God did it, obviously. Uh, the authors got that claim from a paper published in the dubious Journal of Organic Systems, which, why is it dubious? 
which well, according so. to Mark Linus does not appear in PubMed, suggesting it is not taken very seriously in a scientific okay, well, that community. May be a, that yeah, may okay. be a relevant argument. If it doesn't appear in PubMed, that's, that's a point. <laughs> that may be a relevant argument. Um, what's the solution to all of these fabricated problems? Tinkering with microbiome, of course. The latest go-to miracle solution for snake oil sales. Oh, God, you fucking imbecile! Naturally, the authors quote one such snake oil salesman, Zach Bush, who peddles a supplement for the modest monthly price of $50, that supposedly prevents toxins from leaking out of your gut, whatever that means. No, there's something... There's some, okay, toxins leaking out of your... Okay, there, something that does happen... No, called, he, he doesn't know about the he leaky know about gut like, syndrome? Right, he probably doesn't understand. He, does, he doesn't know anything about microbiome. He's fucking... He's acting like it's some sort of magic shit when there's when absolutely every credible doctor on the fucking planet is learning about it and, and they're, they're actually calling it a fucking organ now. A microbiome, they are starting to call it an organ. It's such an established part of fucking medical he's goddamn a, science. He's a PhD microbiologist. Oh, oh yes he is. I'm sure he is. Fucking he's... He, he looks at one bacteria at a time and doesn't understand anything about how any of them interact with each other. Well, I'm pretty sure he just got his degree and then that's it. Like yeah. he doesn't oh, I know. do anything. I guarantee you, he just passed the fucking test. He's a test. senior fellow. He's probably like one of those motherfuckers that you went to school with where they're all cheating off each other and fucking... Babe, oh, God damn. he didn't need to do any of that because he's the senior fellow of biomedical science at this fucking council. Yeah. Oh, and then also so that he means said, he just writes shit. Well, not just that. He was also he just all that doing science stuff, man. I just got bored with that. Without, it's so much easier to without just, knowing to get how those dopamine hits of fucking sucking up to corporations. If you don't know how your science is gonna work out because you're doing science and you're running experiments and you're just figuring out shit about the how world, how is that gonna be satisfying? Without preset conclusions being verified, that's just not satisfying. Yeah, if, I, if my if, if my biases aren't aren't fucking you know immediately. Uh, rewarded and rewarded, met. Yeah, then, man, it's just boring. I can't do that. Let me go write for this fucking council on foreign No, let me be a senior fellow oh. of biomedical science at the American Council on Science and Health. That sounds really fucking impressive. Except he just writes blogs all day. I dislike this guy <laughs> so much. He can't suck my dick. He's not even allowed. Fuck this guy. Uh, so, uh, to, uh, leaky gut, whatever that is. Uh, if you switch to I normally say he can suck my dick, but, but no. Can't. This guy, this guy in particular. I, 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 no, I don't want him to suck your dick. I'm not going in for sloppy seconds after that. Fuck that Fuck guy. No. <laughs> on, on the, on the, to be fair, he does get anti-Semitic threats without even being Jewish. So, I mean, people, a lot of people hate him. <laughs> a lot of people really fucking hate him. So. <laughs> No, he's probably, no, he's probably just claiming that. He's a liar. He's a lying piece of shit. He's probably just claiming that. Just so you he know. Because the people who hate me, they're a bunch of white supremacists. Uh, that's Both the, sides. Uh, left they, and right. Yeah. No, the reason he... I guarantee it's a fucking lie. He's probably never had an anti-Semitic uh, fucking comment against him. He's just saying it because he wants to portray anybody who's against him as as some hateable that's fucking group. That's just one of Fuck the things. That's just one of the things he said. Uh, he quoted shit. a lot of things into his article, none of which were screenshots. Uh, but there were a lot of quotes about, with a lot of asterisks. You could use your imagination. Uh, a lot of quotes of all the people hating on him. Uh -huh. No screenshots, yeah. but, no a, screenshots. but, but a lot of, of transcribed lots of, lots quotes. Of quotes. Yes. About, uh -huh. um, if you switch to organic, the Scientific American authors claim that you will rejuvenate your microbiome and decrease your risk of autism, cancer, infertility, and Parkinson's disease. It goes without saying, there isn't a shred of evidence for any of that. Um, they called me a racial slur and I'm not even black. 
It's like, it's like I bet that's what he's doing. I bet, I bet it's some sort of like little weird translation thing that he's able to fool himself into believing somehow. Um, that uh, I'm gonna have to call him on his bullshit for just a second though, because, uh, as you can see, they are uh, the a physician and medical communicator John Bush summed it up, and they quote him. It is time to realize that pesticides are antibiotics themselves, antibiotics that are killing what is left of the good bacteria and biodiverse microbiomes in both our soil and our physical bodies. The end. I didn't, you wouldn't know that he's selling anything. Yeah. It's just a really good quote by a guy. And then he's, and they don't even have it that he's selling it in the thing. I mean. Holy shit, you nope. can't even find his product on his first fucking page. Not on the first page. This no. this son of a bitch. God, this motherfucker pisses me but off. But I just want to say, additionally, a recent study found that. There's a link here. There's a link to regenerative farming here. More regenerative farming here. A glyphosate link here. Uh, organic for all, that's probably not a link. Medicine concluded, link here. So, I mean, they are putting in... Wow, you found even like the, Ar the Guardian such, too. A, uh, that, such a gem I of anti-science, poser science motherfuckers. Google gave it to me. Thank you, Google. Um, your, your pushing of propaganda has resulted in a, in a gem that oh, he's is... He's a skeptic. He's, he's a skeptic, yeah. He's no, a... he's a junk science debunker. De <laughs> junk science debunker, yeah. So, the end of his article, uh, believe, or the blog, can't even call it an article, it's a fucking blog. Uh, believe it or not, those lies were just the most... He, just the most flagrant ones. Un, just the, the most lies. Those lies. There were probably at least a dozen others. At least a dozen. At least a dozen. In my nine years in science writing, I've never before seen an article that's so egregiously twisted and misrepresented a whole host of sciences. I guess he didn't proofread his own then. Yes, exactly. From nutrition and agriculture to biotechnology and microbiology. What an embarrassment for scientific American. Uh, yeah, he's full of shit. They don't um, even deserve to have American in the title anymore. So now, uh, should we read the actual article? <laughs> yes, let's read the actual fucking article because fuck that guy. Because we still have an hour and I think we should read the actual article and agree with it because it's so much better. And yes. uh, it, it would be bullshit to like tell you guys that there's this awesome article that those assholes being an asshole about and then like not tell you what's in it okay. and have to have you read it yourself because who has time for that? Um, clearly nobody has time for that. So, um, all right. Broccoli's dying, corn is toxic, long live microbiomes. And now that I know what microbiomes means, I'm actually totally on board with it. <laughs> No, no shit. Uh, let's move past the green and gene I mean, revolution. Everybody does a little bit of click. That, that is a little clickbaity with the, uh, the dying. Yeah, dying. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless they, unless they have something in particular, I haven't, we haven't read it yet. Let's fucking read the rest of it. All we've gotten is his report of it. Let's move past the green and gene revolutions to a microbiome renaissance. Let's do it. Let's read it. Absolutely. As food writer Mark Bittman recently remarked, since food is defined as a substance that provides nutrition and promotes growth, and poison is a substance that promotes illness, then much of what is produced by industrial agriculture is quite literally not food but poison. Of course, it doesn't have to be this way. Eliminating pesticides and transitioning to organic regenerative farming can get us back on track to nutritious food, restore microbiomes, and protect our health. Let's break all this down and then talk solutions. Do you want to take these two paragraphs? Sure. Oh, yeah. uh, well. Should we give people it to read along or just... All right. <clears throat> you would have to eat twice as much broccoli today to get the same nutrients as a generation ago. That's according to data from the U.S. Department of Agriculture from 1975 to uh, 2010, as reported by 
uh, planetary health uh, slash amber wedge. So, so much chewing. And in fact, the situation may be even more dire. Data going back to 1940, as reported by Eco Farming Daily, shows the level of every nutrient in almost every kind of food has fallen be uh, between 10 and 100%. An individual today would need to consume twice as much meat, three times as much fruit, and four to five times as many vegetables to obtain the same amount of minerals and trace elements available in those same foods in 1940. Oh my god, they specifically brought up uh, minerals, which I was talking about earlier. There's, those things cannot be just automatically replenished in the soil, even if you have a good, uh, you know, uh, microbiology, you're producing the vitamins, etc., that they, that the plants will feed on. Uh, and so, thank goodness for multivitamins, but we've also got to fix this. Uh, why are nutrients in our food declining? Well, for one, we are killing the soil it grows in. Prodigious use of uh, biocides, herbicides, insecticides. Uh, fungicides as well as synthetic chemical fertilizers and antibiotics kill or disrupt soil microorganisms that allow plants to absorb nutrients. Also, increased atmospheric CO2 is accelerating photosynthesis and uh, plants grow faster but contain fewer nutrients, which is expected to lead to worldwide nutrient deficiencies. Vegetables becoming more like sugary snacks. snacks worldwide nutrient deficiency. Is that what keyed him off to talk about rice in poor regions? Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm still trying to puzzle that out. Yeah, that's because it was right around that. Maybe so. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Uh, or maybe maybe the link to maybe if you follow the link to worldwide nutrient deficiencies, uh, uh, we'll check that out later. It's because it, that was such a my God, what the hell did, did he? Yeah, did somebody else start writing there? That was a weird mm -hmm. thing. Okay. Uh, not only are plants getting less nutritious, they're also getting more toxic. For example, over ninety percent of corn plants in the USA's number one crop. Uh, are genetically modified organisms with genes inserted from other species. These genes allow corn to be sprayed repeatedly with multiple weed killers, including gly uh, glyphosate in Monsanto's Roundup, the most used herbicide ever, 2,4-D, similar to dioxin in Agent Orange, and dicamba. These herbicides are water-soluble and systemic. They can go anywhere water goes, and they get inside plant cells, so the toxins simply uh, can't simply be washed off before you eat. Plus, GMO corn is also uh, engineered with genes that enable it to produce multiple insecticides in every cell, uh, which the EPA euphemistically terms plant-incorporated protectants. <gasps> On top of that, GMO corn seeds are coated with uh, neo neonicotinamide, ne neonicotinoids. Neonicotinoids. Uh, uh, there's... Uh, associated with bee colony collapse and harm to other insects. That's what I was about to say. It's like those are the things that that kill that are killing the bees. Uh, with bright turquoise fungicide, and the bags have a warning label not to touch the seeds with your bare hands or allow plants nearby. Of course, Ouch. all these genetic modifications become obsolete as nature uh, quickly evolves resistance, and we have created a toxic arms race. So what does this mean for us? Well, because corn is in so many foods, uh, corn syrups, oils, products of corn-fed animals, etc. We are often ingesting several toxins with each bite. Not good. So going back to that real quick, it was the yeah. Uh, so yeah, even even with the plant incorporated incorporated protectants, they you we when it comes to biotech, what, what is we that can, plant incorporated protectants? What they're saying is that they've they've spliced in uh, pesticides from other uh, animals or from other you know other creatures period whatever they might be because it could uh -huh. actually be animals not just um uh, plants but the um can you scroll back up there 
So the, the the point there is that they're saying that it's it's not necessarily known. But my point is uh-huh. that yeah. I don't know that they're just splicing in something from uh, other natural sources. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, not everything natural is good for you. You can you can yeah. uh, there's there's lots of poisons <laughs> right? that other plants use that will fucking kill you. Like belladonna, right? Yeah, or right. There's white lot, oliander, or... right? There's plant just because of, uh, it comes from another plant doesn't mean it's not toxic. There's lots of toxic plants that will fucking kill you. Uh, so just so there's that that they may be splicing in something that is actually completely just pure fucking toxic. Uh, but in addition to that, biotech has advanced to the point where we can make, uh, you know, basically micro machines. I mean, we can make diodes out of biotech. There are you can. There's Actual a level biotech. right. There's a level of engineering where you can do things. So you could you could genetically engineer something to create something that is basically a synthetic chemical because it doesn't have to be the natural chemical itself. Sometimes, uh, even if it's close to another chemical, it can have a completely different effect on the nervous system. On the you know on you name it, just just taking it and making and making it an isomer, where the the uh, the chirality, the the left or right handedness of the molecule can change the way that it impacts the body tremendously. So if it's just a mirror image, in other words, it's the same atoms in basically the same conf- configuration, and it's just a mirror image that can have a vast difference. And so when they're genetically engineering it, they can make small changes to make it more effective. In other words, they find after after doing little changes to what that that protein after it synthesizes, you know, uh, whatever chemical, what that is going to look like as an end result, uh, may be more effective. In other words, it kills more and then can also be more unsafe. So it can, there is a level of even though their plant is doing it, plants are little, you know, cells are little micro machines and they can be synthesizing something that is synthetic because nature never came up with it. We did. We, we changed it to the point at which it's no longer the same chemical being produced. Even if another plant produced something similar, we're just kind of altering and fucking with that. So therefore, it is not something that's really tested. And so, so there's not just the fact that other plants produce real poison that is really actually toxic to humans. But then there is the fact that we can use our technology to have a plant naturally produce something that is synthetic. Because it's something that we designed, that we fucked with, that we specifically are making the machinery of the plant fucking do. So just keep that in mind as well. That when they're, when they're saying something like that... There's a lot of shit that can go terribly wrong in the way that you do it. So uh, now we can continue far from there. Yeah. Uh, Broccoli exemplifies the Green Revolution begun after World War II when our munitions factories were repurposed for mass production of synthetic nitrogen fertilizers and pesticides and large-scale industrial monoculture farming began. GMO corn exemplifies the Gene Revolution. Uh, of industrial agriculture of the last two decades. It is said this chemical and technological transformation of our food system is necessary to feed the world. But there's a reason to be skeptical. It has only sometimes resulted in increased yields while uh, while producing less nutritious and more toxic food, and much of that goes to animal feed. Both revolutions are heavily fossil-fueled, synthetic fertilizers and pesticides, huge tractors and combines, processing and pre-cooking, plastic packaging, refrigeration and long-distance transport, contributing to industrial agriculture being a leading cause of climate change. 
Both revolutions are dangerous for human health. The epidemic of 20 chronic diseases, including diabetes, obesity, breast and thyroid cancer, stroke and autism, is highly correlated with the rise in production of Roundup Ready GMO corn and soy, both sprayed with glyphosate. Meanwhile, our less nutritious food reduces our ability to fight off those diseases. Okay, now let me say, say for, uh, something here because one of the things that's right away is going to key off of anybody who's uh, who uh, notices the uh, who who does try to keep up with things that are anti-science. Uh, like one of the, the favorite things that people like to point to because it is uh, there is a level of hysteria and silliness with the the correlation of autism with um, uh, what's it called. Uh, it's a whole published study with yeah, yeah. No, you know. But I'm talking about well, what is it? What's the thing that's the vaccinations? God, I couldn't think of the goddamn word. Uh, when <laughs> no, not really. I'm not really. Too... <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what word it is. <laughs> no, the the thing with vaccinations causing autism, and like everybody's like, oh, that's and so anytime now anybody hears the word autism or anything causing autism, they're gonna immediately feel like it's part of that. They're gonna associate mm -hmm. it. Trust me, that's a, right, right. a trust me. Everybody who had just heard autism there immediately associated it with that as pseudoscience bullshit. Right. Uh, and so that so so you have to be able to okay now we have to slice this into the uh, properly properly separating things instead of too too broadly associating so here's the thing things like autism are a spectrum there it is first off it is not just you have autism or you don't there's asperger's and then there's you know there's just having a male brain is is in a certain way slightly autistic because of the you know, the difference between section the autism the changes in the brain that happen in full-blown autism are basically extreme uh, circumstances that are just like the changes that happen in sexual dimorphism so so there's this large spectrum first of all to keep up to keep that in mind and then you have to keep in mind that in reality things don't have a single cause okay nothing in reality has a single cause things are caused by lots of different stuff okay there's the circumstance under which something occurs is part of the requirements of it occurring and so you can't trace it's natural for us to try to trace single causes back in this one weird thread and and that's one of the things i really loved about this old show that was called like um oh fuck i forget what it was called but they traced like the weirdest things back in this one linear thing to where like a guy you know chewing bubble gum on the on the you know new york bridge caused space travel you know it was just like you know they, they can they can trace it and the truth of the, truth of the matter is it is part of that butterfly effect, but there's just billions of different butterflies that all can be traced, you can trace back to in any given event. And so there are lots and lots and lots of causes. So keep that in mind when you're talking about something that is a spectrum, you can, there is a level of nutrition, a level of training, a level of various things that can ameliorate the negative effects of things like autism, or they can exacerbate uh, things like autism. So in other words, you can have something that is already caused by, for instance, one of the things that they found that, that is an actual cause of, uh, of autism is, is a change to the way in which your gut metabolizes uh, serotonin. It switches. So, so the way that your gut's supposed to use serotonin and the way that your brain's supposed to use serotonin ends up becoming flipped. That's two different ways that the cells are supposed to use it. And so they discovered that one of the things that, that happens is this and one of the things that is related is specifically vitamin d oh what do you know it's a vitamin 
huh, I'll be damned, a vitamin might actually, wow. So that's one of the things that is the most recent science about the causes of autism. But the thing is, any one thing like autism has many different sources However, simultaneously. going to the, the paper in which they looked at glyphosate, corn, and like everything in the world from like renal activity to liver to, to deaths from Alzheimer's to Parkinson's to, there's, it's a, this is a amazing study i am saving this fucking stack of papers on my computer and as they themselves say when they're talking about uh, autism and i believe it is p 3.6 so it's not the highest um they're saying the incidence and prevalence of neurological disorders are not readily available for two reasons. They are not as well studied as other diseases, and the diagnostic methods keep changing. Researchers argue over whether the increases... That's an extremely high p-value for... Researchers argue over whether the increases are real or a byproduct of change in diagnostics, along with greater attention given to these disorders in recent times. For example, a former diagnosis of mental retardation might now result in a diagnosis of autism. Furthermore, there is a large degree of overlap in symptoms. Typically, manifestations of ADHD, such as distractibility or hyperactivity, are also present in pediatric bipolar disorder. However, the increases have been so great in recent years that most experts now agree they are real and must be environmentally induced. Right. So they found are, data so for things, autism. So in other and, words, they have considered those confounding factors and put them in And their science is impeccable, and they go back to the 90s to 2010. Yeah. And it's this, the research that the, the, the article, um, so the point is there. highly co correlated with rise in production of Roundup Ready GMO and corn. Uh, they said, uh, epidemic of 20 chronic, cause that's a bold claim. Epidemic of 20 chronic diseases, including diabetes, obesity, thyroid cancer, stroke, autism, correlated, correlated with, with specifically, how are you going to back that up? Well, bitch by stacks and stacks of papers right. and methods. And, and they are specifically <laughs> saying correlation. And correlation yeah. is not causation, right. but but they are they're goddamn it's close. They're kissing cousins, motherfucker. And it's a thirty-year <laughs> steady increase in both, and they mirror each other. Yeah, and, and so there's the, there are there's a wide variety of things. Here's the, here's the problem. Most people who are scientifically minded, mathematically oriented, things of that nature, have a cognitive vulnerability in that they have a hard time understanding complex effects. Okay, mm -hmm. complex simultaneous causes are a difficulty. People tend to be linear thinkers when they are very precision oriented. They think of things in, in these long, like this goes to this, goes to this, goes to this. And there's this long, this linear chain of things that they think in, which is why, what was the name of that show? I wish I could remember the name of the show. Where it was like, maybe it's just called Connections or something. I think it was, that was. It was Connections. Of, yeah. And so it was neat, but it also, by showing those linear connections like that, uh, where this caused that, it also highlights the fact that we think like that and it's so not representative of how reality actually works. We're we are prone to these linear links in this 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 you know chain of events when it's actually it has to be all of the events in the right order together happening at the same time. So much of reality all comes together to make one single event. And there's, so there's so many causes that we can't mentally really deal with it in a realistic fashion. So we automatically oversimplify just to be able to find something that is the the rule. In other words, that is the the biggest contributor. So we to, just so we can get our hands on something, even uh, no matter how unrealistic it is, our minds are bent towards getting our hands around something that is the general rule of thumb biggest 
thing and even though it's 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 only because it has to do with time and recency and trying to predict and it's not a real good represent representation of how reality works and so people who are more precision oriented a lot of times they can't really grasp complexity and how many things can be causal in the one thing and so that's one of the difficulties in trying to communicate things like microbiomes and things like how all of these things together how all of these diseases their correlations are part of the fact that there is a wide variety of things which all are separate contributors and that there is a synergy between all of these contributors that lead to these these negative impacts and because they can't trace it to one of the things and say that is, I can put my finger on that is the one thing mm -hmm. that caused this they then cannot see that all of these things together create a synergy and they can be considered the one thing causing that and so that's the that's that is the most difficult thing to communicate to people who are generally very technically able and intelligent people they have a hard time because of the linear bent that allows them to be more precise in general that linear thinking is what gets you to separate things down and get to the, the very precise parts of it but then in your precision you lose the big mm -hmm. picture and so that's uh, that's one of the the difficulties with this new re revolution in complexity and at the highest levels of the development of science today people are understanding that that's where we have to start we have to start developing all of our brains all the especially technically scientific brains have to be focus more on complexity and understanding how a wide variety of things all simultaneously act together and is there it is the synchronization the this the, there is information in the timing of events and so the the way that the, the the simultaneous configuration of the world over time leads to just these billions of different threads all coming together into one thing and and so that's why sometimes it's very hard to to properly track what really caused something and so that's that's that is a kind of a new uh forward momentum in science is trying to get more people integrating all the various sciences and understanding complexity understanding that there that the, that are linear paths of the past or linear ways of thinking or something that we actually have to kind of overcome as a group and uh, another uh thing i just wanted to add is um is the last thing we read is talking about uh on the point of uh, big claims, uh, since we're talking here, the, the 20 chronic diseases that are related to um, corn and soy that is sprayed with glyphosate, uh, that is GMO corn and soy. Um, and the, the, the second sentence is, meanwhile, our less nutritious food reduces our ability to fight off these diseases. So uh, the, the, the claim is made that food somehow can help fight off things like cancer. Well, bitch, look at this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, we have information from the National Cancer Institute. I mean, they're looking specifically at cruciferous vegetables and cancer prevention. And they're vegetables from the Brassica genus uh, and include things like arugula, kale, horseradish, Brussels sprouts, broccoli, bok choy, cabbage, cauliflower, wasabi, watercress, turnips. Uh, I eat about 90% of these and love them. <laughs> uh, but actually, uh, reading through this made me realize that we might be uh, doing us a disservice by doing what we do to kale because um, cruciferous vegetables, so how does all this work? Well, cruciferous vegetables are rich in nutrients, including carotenoids, folate, minerals, vitamins, good source of fiber, that's just vegetables, that's obviously nothing special. I mean, it's good, but it's like vegetables, that's how they always are. <laughs> but in addition, um, cruciferous vegetables uh, contain a group of substances known as glucosinolates, are sulfur-containing chemicals, and these chemicals are responsible for the pungent aroma and bitter flavor 
of cruciferous vegetables. During food preparation, chewing, and digestion, the glucosinolates in cruciferous vegetables are broken down to form biologically active compounds such as indoles, nitriles, thiocyanates, isothiocyanates, indole-3-carbonyl, and sulfurophane. Yes. Which have been most frequently examined for their anti-cancer effects. In fact, we've had indoles and isothiokinates have been found to inhibit development of cancer in several organs in rats. Uh, they also help, of course, sulfurophane in particular, helps protect DNA from damage, uh, help inactivate carcinogens, uh, have antiviral and antibacterial effects, have anti-inflammatory effects, effects uh, help induce cell death, which is exactly the opposite of cancer, yeah. <laughs> when your cells kill themselves yeah, instead so of growth. I don't think many people know that, though. Yeah, uh, apoptosis is the opposite of cancer. In fact, one of the ways they were looking at trying to cure cancer is to induce apoptosis. Yeah, cancer in is basically it's a cells. cell that, that won't fucking die when it's supposed to. Yeah. Uh, and of course, people, uh, there's uh, evidence of it helping with prostate cancer, colorectal cancer, lung cancer, and breast cancer. A few studies have shown uh, specifically that, cervix cancer, and it's just a whole big thing on um, National Cancer Institute about the cruciferous vegetables, which once again are arugula, bok choy, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, cauliflower, collard greens, horseradish, kale, radishes, rutabaga, turnips, watercress, wasabi, eat you that all day every day and you won't have cancer basically is what i'm saying yeah <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that is not what no, i'm saying, not what saying. no but um, that, 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 there's, that food you, can, you can help a lot of different things you have to that you, good food can help though. real robust <laughs> solutions require multi-pronged uh, efforts you have to hit something from a from a thousand different angles if you want to actually affect a real flexible powerful robust solution and so robust vegetables yes so you have to go at it from a lot of different angles simultaneously doomsday scenario well maybe or time for a third revolution the microbiome renaissance back to the article a microbiome is simply a community or biome of microorganisms bacteria fungi archaea archaea and protozoa this renaissance we envision will include respecting both our internal and external ecosystems at a microscopic scale with macro implications. That's sexy. I like that. It's well, well worded. In soil, microbes in the trillions are essential for crop I, gotta, I just got to say that it's funny. Having not read this article, what I said before this point sounds like I had already read this article. <laughs> nope. No, just good prediction. Yep. Just, no, no, just, just actual... <laughs> convergence of of how uh, how of things fucking work right that's, <laughs> yeah, how reality fucking works people people <laughs> who are in the know of what is going on in the world and science who are in agreement is what yes. i'm seeing <laughs> right in soil microbiomes in the trillions uh, are essential for crop nutrient density water retention for flood and drought control soil aeration decomposition of plant fiber and composting defense against plant diseases, and prevention of soil carbon oxidizing into the atmosphere. Notably, soils rich in microorganisms draw down and sequester the potent greenhouse gases, carbon dioxide and nitrous oxide, while also purifying water, supplying plants with macro and micronutrients and reducing the, feed, uh, the need for synthetic fertilizers. To reap all of these benefits of healthy soil, we must stop with the poisons, duh. In humans, uh, our 30 trillion or so human cells are outnumbered by diverse microorganisms, our inner soil, that functions throughout our bodies in exchange for food. The second brain, as I have been calling it for years on this podcast. 
Uh, no, no. Uh, bacteria in our colons prefer plant fiber and shelter. I might, uh, our, uh, that function throughout our bodies in exchange for food and shelter. Our microbiome performs a wide range of critical functions, such as bolstering our immune system, manufacturing vitamins, supporting digestion, and protecting against disease. Have you thanked your microbiome today? I haven't, and I haven't fed it any probiotics. We need to fix that. All right. As physician and medical communicator Zach Bush summed it up, it is a time to realize that pesticides are antibiotics themselves. Antibiotics that are killing what is left of the good bacteria and biodiverse microbiomes in both our soil and our physical bodies. The key to this microbiome renaissance will be nurturing rather than killing off, disrupting, uh, rather than killing or disrupting the balance of our friendly and essential microbiota. This will require us, humanity, to make organic regenerative farming and gardening the status quo. Regenerative farming means working with, not warring against, nature, planting and saving diverse varieties of heritage seeds, protecting pollinators, growing biodiverse crops that are rotated, using natural fertilizers such as legumes and nitrogen from the atmosphere, recycling organic matter, mulches and composts, multi-species uh, cover cropping and crop rotations to build soil, and grazing, not confining, farm animals. This can be at all scales, including climate victory gardens and yards, local parks, terraces, and rooftops. Uh, I'm a huge fan of rooftop gardens. Um, that helps a lot with uh, giving people access to nature, which has uh, been proven to uh, be necessary to our immune systems to just like look at nature. So a lot of times when you're in a busy city, sometimes the only place you can have the light, uh, the light, <laughs> the, the, the greenness mm -hmm. uh, is on roofs. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, back in the article. So additionally, a recent study found that after only six days on an organic diet, every single person would see significant drops in those pesticides, including several linked to increased risk of autism, cancer, Parkinson's, infertility, and other significant impacts on health. And uh, we definitely know that uh, infertility is also a thing that's happening. Um, not only is uh, transforming our agriculture to regenerative practices a win for our health and for nature more broadly, it is also a key climate solution. Um, as I've written here previously, as we've written here previously, we can sequester carbon and improve our nutrition through regenerative farming of land and sea. Especially, actually, uh, mussel farms. Um, uh, sea kelp and mussel oh, yeah. farms are really big on uh, drawing down some of that uh, carbon dioxide as well, as well as uh, helping the... Um, boost uh, fish growth and stuff because they have places to live among the kelp and stuff to eat from what the mussels like poop i guess yeah. or whatever however it works uh however the microbiome renaissance uh doesn't stand a chance unless for starters we stop using glyphosate an antimicrobial ingredient in hundreds of herbicides glyphosate has been found in air rainwater drinking water and in groundwater used for crop irrigation it moves throughout leaves, stems, seeds, roots, and soil. It moves through human organs, lymph tissue, and blood. It poisons microbiomes. It's time to boycott biocides, including GMO corn product products, for a return to a healthful cornucopia. This is also a food justice issue, as organics are often more expensive and less available in poor communities and communities of color. Fucking amen to that. Living in Memphis, that was our biggest health hurdle and one of the main reasons we moved is the cost of fresh fucking food yeah you could get you can get any kind of poisonous food for like you if you underserved communities are right. fucked all they get is sugar and wheat that's yeah. all they can buy um or like uh little um, chickens yeah full and that of, basically uh, just destroys your fucking hormones brain, so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so it perpetuates the cycle 
and keeps them there. Um, this is also a food justice issue, uh, hence the importance of efforts like Friends of the Earth's Organics for All and ending huge farm bill subsidies to corn and other big commodity crops and instead subsidizing the transition to regenerative practices. Yes, the biggest, uh, you know, subsidies and fucking uh, giveaways are to these, the uh, to corn specifically. That's yeah. one of the biggest corn ones and soy now, in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. And so there's just because they're trying massive... to use it for fuel, and they're putting it in all the sweet sweet products. Well, it's like not just that; it's, a, and... it's also a big export, isn't it? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like I mean, it's a, definitely our largest crop, but I know I, I'm pretty sure it's also one of our biggest exports. Uh, I can't surprised. be certain about, about that part, though. Uh, as a 2018 report by 130 worldwide national academies of science and medicine concluded, the global food system is broken. And this is 130 worldwide national academies. That's a lot of them. They're all in collusion, I guess. Uh, quote, the global food system is broken, leaving billions of people underfed or overweight and driving the planet toward climate catastrophe, end quote. It recommended a solution as solutions, climate change resilient crops, smarter crop rotation, soil protection, more precise use of fertilizers, and minimizing pesticides use. Precisely. That's what they're arguing for. Yeah. A regenerative farming, basically. They're, they're, Rotations, they're arguing working for with what the, the newest science has shown voluminously is the correct fucking path. Oh, you mean just staying with the natural cycle of things and not fucking with it? <laughs> working with it? Oh, working with it instead of completely against it is right. the issue. Instead of stopping, like, damming it up at every corner and right. forcing it to be something else. Um, but yeah, you can fold yourself into the pattern and try to work with it. Um which is something that we've um, advocated for in terms of how to treat the body and health. Well, it's not just that. Every well, work with the homeostasis. One of the that things it tries. that we're finding over and over is that nature did it fucking better, uh, and we, we if we can use lessons from nature, uh, the biomimicry at all levels, everything from the way that we end up designing governance and and any kind of system, the level. Uh, Biology handles complexity well, and we, we we kind of had a hubris about our ability to do things in, in from a short-term perspective, uh, and so there was a lot of different complex processes that biology and all the various systems of nature were accomplishing that we did not realize the the necessities of long-term approaches. There are these necessities to long-term approaches that you lose something in the short term and our inability to recognize that the loss was an investment in the future mm -hmm. made it where there's all these different things where we thought that we were doing it better because we get there bigger, no bigger <laughs> short-term right. gains and we don't recognize the long-term loss. And point. so it's actually our short-term thinking that made us believe that we were superior in a variety of ways to what nature was accomplishing. But you sure nature... you haven't read this article? Oh, what does it say? There's only one last paragraph left, and it says, it is pure hubris to think Yes, I, I read that part. So, uh, yeah. that one, well, just that first set, uh, yeah, three first, four words. Right. It is pure hubris to think we can manipulate nature into agricultural perfection with synthetic fertilizers and pesticides. Indeed, oh, sorry, wow, wow, words. Instead, to adapt to and mitigate the intertwined ecological, human health, and climate crises, we must respect the elegant complexity of nature. We must overhaul our food system. And it can all start with the foundation of ensuring that microbiomes flourish. And that's what it is. It comes down to complexity and yeah. a bunch of minds out there 
are not complex enough. Mm -hmm. They simply can't grasp complexity. They can't deal with it. They can't handle it. And they and they can't see the way that it works. And so there's a big gap in educating people in understanding the, the concepts of complexity and how it works. That is one of the biggest challenges because we're talking about a giant portion of the adult population mm -hmm. and, and people who are very... Uh, they're very good at engineering. They're very good. It's it's basically it's a type of that halfway point between autism mm -hmm. and and just being fucking because because there's a the thing there's a brilliance that comes along with mm -hmm. Aspergers and oh, yeah. and there's a there's a, a powerful mental bent to the choir. that that comes with it. But then there's a loss and they're not mm -hmm. aware of what they're missing. And that's the thing that we have to get across to a lot of very brilliant people who are very good, but they don't know the type of intellect that they are missing. They can't grasp it because they don't have it and, and until you start showing it to them and mm -hmm. saying, hey, this is a way you can become more intelligent if you bolster this method of thought. And so long as we continue to communicate that and show it examples of how it works, that is the solution that we have to get to. We have to get the people who are very good at things to recognize that they are also bad at things and there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. There is, a, there is, a, you can't be a marathon runner and a, and yeah. a, a, a heavy lifter simultaneously. You have to give up something to gain something. And so, but at the same time, you also, if you if you don't get a little bit of endurance as a, as a heavy lifter, we, you're, you're probably going to just die in an early age and, you know, from all that overdoing your, your, your muscle and if you don't right. get a little bit of muscle you know along with all of your endurance training well you know, there's a lot of different tasks that you might not be able to accomplish that you want to accomplish including you know just you know, maybe maybe you don't want to be really fucking skinny like a marathon runner right. you know it's like so there's 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 give and take and making sure that these people who have specialized more towards that linear precision thought process that, that they understand that they're missing a level of complexity and pattern matching that you know that they can bolster some without you know going a hundred percent and you know all the way to one side or the other. Just true. That that's all we have for you. <laughs> I don't know how to end this. <laughs> I think I think that was I think that was a good end. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah, eat your greens. Oh, we should we should go over the comments because I haven't read much of the comments. Uh, okay. <laughs> Snake poison is one hundred percent natural. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, patron comments take priority, but other than that, yes, correlation is not causation, but it's a, a great place to start looking. I totally agree with that. Uh, yep. In the future, when we can have super chats, we will. Yes. Use this time for super chats. But yes, we will. <laughs> since we can't have super chats. Oh. <laughs> we don't have super chats. No, we're not monetized. We're all. That's why Streamlabs is is the thing I mentioned because we're flying by the seat of no monetization. Yes. Well. Well. Thank you for joining us in our uh, our, our ranting our, and raving. Our first of a kind, but it was really fun because. Yeah. That's what I got, you know. Every once in a while, we just gotta fucking let loose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna get back all serious about the noosphere and stuff next yes. time. And this time we're we're calling motherfuckers on their bullshit. Right. <laughs> That's right. And I, I can't guarantee to, that we could always find something that was so egregiously eh, bad. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, this was a particularly good one. Yeah, right. I mean, it's, I don't know how often we can. Right. This, it's but... like I, I can't lose my shit that frequently. I mean, I can lose my shit pretty fucking frequently, but, but this one. Is... But for it to be worthy of a whole stream. <laughs> yeah. So we'll probably uh, get back to the the news and the occasional deep dives on a topic, like uh, next uh, Monday, I believe we got the noosphere. Know thyself. 
I'm gonna go more into a spiritual Nous, men logos. mental knowledge frou-frou mm. stuff yes we're gonna get froofy as fuck we're gonna get froofy it's gonna be good yes not froofy it's just complex yeah <laughs> well it's not like hard science we're not gonna talk about protein cascades and like you know yeah um fucking aerospace there's a level of uh here's here we're gonna go beyond here okay so hard science when you're viewing a um a an illusionist says that you can never ever say that there is a mechanism um uh underneath his coat that allows him to shove a spear through his chest that is unscientific because you have not observed it just keep that in mind uh that there are that there is a limit to certain things and that there is a that there's well, a mean, purpose if, if the science uh, i mean if the if the magician's trick is the only thing you get to see yeah well no you're never allowed backstage and you can right. see it thousands of times thousands of other people can replicate the, the uh, observations all they have to do is go see the same the uh, there may be multiple uh illusionists performing the same trick and uh, so after thousands and thousands of observations they see the same thing well you can't say because you don't, you haven't observed a mechanism underneath there. You can't say that there's a mechanism because that would be unscientific. Mm -hmm. So that's that's one of the problems that happens. Uh, and that because you cannot speak about certain things, you have to be aware that there are certain leaps of faith to having a rational viewpoint. Uh, you do have to make uh, allowances for the fact that it is a, a leap of faith, and you have to know that it's that it's there. It is a leap of faith specifically to say that. Uh, that illusionists are not shoving spears to their chest. They're not doing magic because you haven't you haven't seen that illusionist uh, trick. You can't say that you, that you've seen that illusionist trick and you know exactly how it works. That would be a lie, and you're not allowed to see it. So, the, and, and this is actually applicable to uh, my specific um, uh, study, which is uh, the reason why theoretically ether was removed was because you can't comment. Mm -hmm. on there being a mechanism to cause length contraction and time dilation and things like that. You can't be, if you haven't specifically come up with an observation. Now that doesn't mean you can't ever, uh, that I, I've said that you can't observe it. I've simply said that you have not observed it. And that's, that is the, the dividing line upon which it is completely a metaphysical uh, uh, preference between mm -hmm. uh, Poincare, uh, Poincare and Lorenz's uh, ether theory and Einstein's special relativity. It is just a metaphysical preference based upon the idea that they say is that well, if you haven't observed it, then you uh, then you can't speak about it. But it, it's but it is the difference between saying that there is no, I know there's a fucking mechanism under there causing the spear to look like it's going through his chest. There is a, a mechanism because I don't believe in magic, and so there that. I, I believe to not believe in magic is is the core principle of the first scientific impetus to understand that there is mechanism to the to reality to the world and to and that that is the basis behind science not just observation alone and that it, it is an uh, that this that there is mechanics to the world that is the basis that got us out of the caves that got us developing things because it's uh, it is that basis that there is mechanics that there is cause to reality that is that that um, that it isn't just magic making things pop into you know existence and you know and magical beings making things happen that there's that is how we became scientific that's how we got out of the caves is we stopped believing in magic 
And so, yeah, I'm always going to pick the that it's not magic. Yeah, except the whole point is that a lot of people will believe that this, the whole... It, what? What? <laughs> well, we're talking about doing an episode on something that to a lot of people is not hard science, and so I, you're saying yes. I am saying... I'm so confused. Okay, what I'm saying <laughs> is that there is, that you, uh, that there is a mechanic. Okay, when we talk about something that is not hard science, what I'm saying is that there may not be direct evidence of it, but if you can uh, outline a set of specific properties, logic, things that mechanically fit together... Right. Not hard science. Right. In other words, yeah, you, you, what you're saying is, and, and I'm saying that, yes, there may not be specific evidence of one particular thing, but that's how you explore, is mm -hmm. you find something that when there is hard mechanics and you can provide a exactly. set of mechanics, that doesn't mean that that is necessarily the mechanics, simply because you can provide a set of mechanics that will accomplish it. That doesn't mean that that's necessarily true either, but at the very least, you should have a set of proper mechanics that actually explain a phenomenon before you go you know uh after it too too with too much liveliness now that's not even a hard rule itself because a lot of the things that we we do in science are based on just you know abstractions that don't have hard mechanics behind them and we find out that it's a phenomena that just occurs and we can use that phenomena and so that's that's a long a long like discussion we go both ways in science there's those who can't call anything science unless it's literally a, a millimeters right. worth of causation one to one, you have to observe exactly. You have to observe exactly, or it's not science, and, and that's what I'm saying. That's Versus and that's the hardest wrote, materialist, you right. know, viewpoint that they will say you cannot, you cannot say. Now they wouldn't say it in that particular instance because they don't want the absurdity to be brought out. But when it comes down to it, they will say no, you cannot comment on scientifically. You cannot comment and say that there is not that there is uh, a mechanism underneath that person's shirt. You can't say it in science. You know, just because you know that the rest of reality works this way, that doesn't count. That's induction. So it's a, you, there, there's, there's an important part there that, and I'm saying, yes, that is science to use induction in that particular way. It is a, not only is it science, it is a necessity of science that we use in induction and simply be aware of the fallibility of that. And once you've made a, account for the fallibility of the, the inductive process that is necessary for a deductive sort of uh, reasoning, then you actually have a more robust way of looking at and looking for the truth. Yeah, and that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna look for the truth and uh, it's always difficult to marry uh, spirituality and and hard material and, science. And, and science, right? Because do you go the neuroscience route? Do you go the psychology route? We talk about the mind, the the, the soul consciousness. Like that's there's <laughs> well, information theory is specifically where I go with it. A lot of people smarter than myself. Uh, they're you know. Uh, not quite as smart as master, but <laughs> a lot of smart people are all together talking about exactly that intersection, and uh, we happen to have one of them uh, in the house, so we'll we'll have to talk about it next week. Let's do it. Yeah, we're gonna do it. In the meantime, come support us on Patreon. It's a really good time. Uh, we do stuff that are awesome, and uh, we're about to go do one of those awesome things. Uh, so just hang out with our patrons uh, and talk about some stuffs. And uh, yeah, come join us on Patreon if you can. If not, uh, thanks for joining us here. Uh, we had a blast. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Do the YouTube thing if you want to.
can subscribe for monthly multiple ones of these and you can even get notified when we go live and you can come throw in your comments while we uh, chat about all this stuff live but thanks for watching and joining us I'll see you next week okay bye okay bye Thank you.